lady said. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Aloha, aloha, aloha. How's it, how's it, how's it? I'm Junior K. Guava Junior. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, bro, this has been a week, bro. It's been a week, Hawaiians. I know, I know you guys, I know you guys, you know, the guys was tuning into the prior episodes. We saw them go through the roof. Yesterday, we had over 7,700 plays. Just yesterday. Well, in, in the last 24 hours, actually. The last 24-hour period. Because some guys are listening this morning. We saw the numbers kind of bump a little bit. You know, and really interesting because now we can monitor numbers like that. You heard them, Hoynes. Like that. There, there you go. So, so we can see them like that. So anyway, we'd like to start with the attitude of gratitude. This is a Law of Attraction comedy podcast. And today... We're going to talk a little bit about life coaching, okay? Because it's a law of attraction, comedy, life coaching uh, thing, only because I'm a life coach, right? Among other things. So, and we're going to talk about that too, okay? Because the law of attraction, okay, is like anything you want to draw into your life and experience, you can, okay? But you got to take the steps. So, we got to say mahalo. Uh, mahalo to all the countries. We get 30-something countries, 20-something states, okay? Um, the stats, bruh. Men are increasing on the podcast, 81% men, okay, 81%, 18% women, and um, <laughs> we get 18, I don't know, the chick's falling out, bro, they're falling out, okay, but anyway, uh, the main thing, we still get the, the aunties in, in Mililani that like chance, and they they still listening, <laughs> they still hit me up on Instagram, so we like to say mahalo and aloha to them. And aloha to all you guys. Now, you guys in foreign countries, the last foreign country to join us was last week was Botswana. No, I think it was two weeks ago. Botswana, right? I mean, bro, the last thing I ever thought in my life, right, was I was going to be broadcasting right into Botswana. <laughs> okay, but anyway, hey, we'd like, to, we'd like to thank you guys. You guys are honorary Hawaiians when you're listening, okay? So when I say Hawaiians, I'm talking to everybody, okay? When you guys are, even you guys in Israel, we get listeners in Israel, we get listeners in Pakistan, uh, all over the world. And when they tune in, okay, you guys are honorary Hawaiians. Okay, there's, as long as we get that established. Okay, now, um, in the United States, we have three of the top states. Uh, so the first one is California. Thank you, California. I don't know where in California. They, they give us a list. But see, I can only get the list if I go in the computer and then, you know, the thing breaks down. Uh, if I go on a cell phone and look, uh, it gives me stats, but it just gives me in general kind. So uh, California is number one. Texas is number two. Hawaii is number three. So come on. If you guys listening in Hawaii, tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends because, bro, we need help, okay? Because <laughs> Texas and California are beating out you guys. And uh, anyway... And the first, I got to mention again, and I know you guys heard it before, but the first town in Hawaii, okay, you would think would be Honolulu, right? Like Oahu, like the big city. I, no, no, not at all. Wailuku Maui was the first one to pick up our podcast. So we like to aloha everybody in Wailuku and mahalo for tuning into the podcast. One guy wrote in um, to the DMs in my Instagram, like when we first started and he goes, brah. 
I gotta tell you, bro. You you crack me up, bro. And, and finally, we get one guy that talk like us on our podcast. And I'm like, well, you guys, you guys, you know, needed one representative, right? So anyway, but but so he's talking about the pidgin English slang that we speak in Hawaii, which is how I do the podcast, because I can just relax and just, you know, uh, be like when I was growing up, because we had standards in our family and um, (laughs) that led to a lot of issues. And, you know, and I understand, right, because now I life coach. Okay, and, and some of the standards was, okay, when you come in the house, you, you leave your pigeon at the door. Okay, the slang, right? You leave your slang at the door and you speak English in the house. Well, actually, that, that really did work good for me. Because when I got older and I got into radio and, you know, stuff like that, then, then I could, you know, I could speak properly, right? I could speak English. Um, some of these other guys that I work with, I did, they, you know, they, they struggled with, uh, English. So, uh, but, but I mean, you know, to a certain degree, right? Um, and I remember this one guy, I was working at this radio station once, and he goes, he goes, brah, this is one Hawaiian radio station here. It's not on Haole radio station. So for you people overseas and in the mainland, Haole, okay, in, in local slang language means white person, okay? It, it doesn't really mean that in Hawaiian. In the Hawaiian language, it means without breath. Okay, but but actually, <laughs> we have we have uh, morphed it into white people slang. So it, it means white person. But this guy thought like I was I was a white person. I I mean I you know I'm part white, but but he thought like you know I don't know what he thought. He had a complex. <laughs> so, but you know what? I ended up teaching that guy because like one day I mean I'm a teacher, right? So one day I said, Hey, look, bro. I'm going to show you how to do this, okay? And I and I taught him. And and so secretly on the side I was teaching him, right? And I got to tell you, he was actually the best. He got to be the best speaker at that radio station I was working with. And and the radio station was actually three radio stations. So there was like three separate crews and out of everybody, he did the best production, he did he spoke the best English. He did the best presentations. I mean, he was he was the best, and um, and that's what I will always know him for, right? Um, but there was that first impression, right? The, Come on, bro, take you out in the parking lot, bro. Let's go, you know. And 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 okay. So the the funny part was, I was about two hundred fifty pounds, right, and five eleven, and this guy was like, I don't know, five foot four maybe, and he was about ninety five pounds. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I, but he was, he, you know, he was, he was ambitious. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but, you know, there's some, there's some funny moments in my life. There's some really comical moments. So today we're going to talk about some life coaching. Okay. Now life coaching men and life coaching women are very different. I got to tell you. Okay. So whenever I have a woman come in, a female, I got to switch gears. Whenever I have a guy come in, I got to switch gears again. Okay, <clears throat> now here's the the majority in my experience anyway. <clears throat> I cannot speak for you know uh, life coaches in general because I don't know their experience. I can only talk about mine. In my experience, females go to life coaching for confidence. Okay, males go to life coaching for resolve. <laughs> for resolve, they want to resolve this issue that they have. It okay. Now. Um, I can't tell you how many men come to me, right? And and they come to me because they're having problems in their marriage. 
And their problem in their marriage isn't necessarily uh, like a problem, you know, like like a major, major problem. The, the problem for men is they relinquish their power, okay? And they relinquish it from the beginning. And they relinquish it by accident, okay? Now, with females when they come in, right? Females come in because they're seeking confidence, okay? Because they have been run down, okay? And they've been run down for years. And you see, the, the first thing that happens with a, with a man and a woman, right, is that the guy breaks the chick down. He breaks the chick down to, to you know get in the door right and and you know this is the this is due to the fact that that there are people out there right there are these guys these pickup artists and stuff that teach you how to break a girl down and you know this is not necessary i've never had to really break a girl down now there was this one time (laughs) there was this one time that that i remember a long time ago this is must have been almost 20 years ago now but um, I did tease this girl a lot. And I teased her because I knew it was the only way in the door, right? <clears throat> she was a hot girl. And she was a hot girl. And all I had to do was keep teasing her. And pretty soon, party in my hands. See? And, but, but I, you know, but on the same token, I would tell you that's not even necessary, okay? You just have to understand women. So you, you, you blue pill males, okay, are the guys that are feeding the di- divorce court. And you guys are the guys that these girls are preying on. These girls pray for you guys. They stay up at night. You know, please, Lord, let me make, let me meet this guy who's, who's making six to seven figures and, and who's very insecure and, and will do whatever I want. Okay. But here, the problem is with females, right? They, it's kind of a double-edged sword because on one hand, they want the guys that they can make any kind to, okay? But once they get to the position where they're making any kind with the guys, right? Then they get bored and they throw these guys away and they go look for a challenge, right? So, I mean, you know, the, the thing about the, the blue pill males, it doesn't last for long. <clears throat> it doesn't last for long. And you guys, okay, you guys, please understand that it's your responsibility to be the leader, not the girls, okay? Now, let's shift gears back to the guy's side again. So with the guys, okay, you guys, you guys relinquish leadership with good intentions. Men out of the best intentions relinquish their leadership all the time, every single time, okay? Now, there's another way to go about, there's the, well, uh, one way to go about this, okay? is to always let the chick think it's her idea, okay? There has been chicks that I've known for years, that I've dated for years or whatever, and I always let them think it's their idea right up until the end. Because if you don't, guess what you're going to get? You can get drama. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go in with a chick and all of a sudden you cut her off, and you know, you cut her off and say, ah, beat it. And, or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm being funny. But, but see, and you do that. Okay. That's where you get the psycho chick from. And they come back and they key your car and they give you all kind of drama and it, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is, yeah, let her think it's her idea. Let the chicks think it's all them. Okay, and and let them think that they have the power. I was thinking this morning about this one chick, right? And I don't know what brought this up in my head. I was sitting around, I was having breakfast, and I was thinking about this girl. And this girl, oh, I know what it was. I, I heard this song, 
I, I was I was flipping through my TikTok, and I and I heard this song, and the song, the lyrics in the song is like like he he wouldn't he wouldn't know what to do with me kind of thing, right? So so a common thing that women do, okay? Now chicks will stir up this thing in men, okay? Where where the guy will feel he has to prove himself, right? Okay, so sometimes when you, if, if you know what to do and you know how to do it, you can work a girl with this principle, okay? Uh, not, not the principle that, that you don't know what to do with her, but the principle that, you know, you can, you can work her with the, the idea that she's thinking you're trying to prove yourself when you're really not, okay? Now, this is, I mean, you know, this gets kind of deep and I, I don't recommend it for people that don't know what they're doing, okay? But here's the thing. I was listening to the lyrics of this song and, and the girl in the song was saying something like he wouldn't know what to do with me kind of thing. And I was thinking back and there was this girl. <clears throat> now, there was this girl that showed up in my life. Right. And, um, and we got together a few times, you know, and the first time we got together. Right. She learned her lesson okay, because she told me she, she made this comment. She goes. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think you would know what to do with me. That that's what she said, right? So, I I played along. Okay, now, what does a, the average guy do in that situation? Well, he tries to prove himself and he gives her the best sex of her life or the best that he can provide, right? Okay. I made her go home hungry. <laughs> that's what I did. So, I mean, you know, so so when she when she when women do that, that's like when women create drama. Right? Because the makeup sex is the is the thing, right? Now on the real guys, this is an adult podcast, okay? And you you young kids, if there's any young kids under 18 listening, okay, turn them off now. Cause I'm gonna talk about some stuff. Okay, turn them off. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, so so what happens is the guy feels he has to prove himself. Just like the makeup sex, the chick will create drama. But she's not creating drama because there's actual drama sometimes. She's creating the drama to build the sexual tension, okay? Because what she really wants is a good one, okay? And so so then, then the guy responds, right, with energy, okay? Let's just call it energy. So so this chick did this to me, right? So I just, and I, I, I did the most lame stuff that you ever, you ever saw. And, I, and, and then, then I was like, Ah, okay, all right, uh, you know, we're done, we're, whatever, right? You see, and it, it was lame, right? But it was lame on purpose, okay? Did she come back? Oh, hell yeah, she came back, right? Because deep inside, she knew that, oh, that's, that's not all he get, right? Okay, because she still wanted for trying, you see? All right, so when when a chick does that, it's it's like a it's like a small kid, you know, when, the, when you reward the child. Right. If the child misbehaves, are you going to reward the child? No. Right. Well, you shouldn't. OK, so when a woman misbehaves, OK, or let's put it this way, because I know there's chicks listening to this going, what? Misbehave. Right. Because that's that's the attitude. Right. No. But when when a, when a girl doesn't do what you want, don't reward her. OK. Now, the beta males, OK, the blue pill males will reward girls to high heaven for bad behavior. Okay, now if a chick exhibits bad behavior, she's doing it for a reason. Okay, nine times out of ten, she's testing you. Okay, now if you reward that bad behavior, guess what? 
there's 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 nothing in her mind at that point. It's like this guy is a wuss. Like this guy will do anything for me, right? She acts all bitchy and all, you know, right? And then you try to make it all good by taking her to a fancy dinner. I mean, stuff like that, right? So anyway, so I was I was thinking of so that popped in my head, right? But but what you have to do is you have to let the chicks think it's their idea. Okay? Now the the resolve that I'm talking about that men come in to life coaching for is wife not responding. In in one case, this guy was telling me, you know, oh the uh you know I can't I cannot get into the, the specifics, right? Because we, we have a confidential service. But basically the guy said, Well, I can't even talk to my wife. She just goes off. She just, you know, as soon as I talk to her, she just starts yelling and whatever, right? Because, okay, in this situation, the wife has had it up to here, okay? Now I'm, I'm pointing to my head, right? <laughs> up to there, right? <laughs> okay. A little past eye level, okay? That's how far it's gone. Okay, now, now that's a critical point, okay? And the way to take it back, guys, okay, is to stop compliance. Stop compliance. Learn to say no, okay? So, so men... Here's, here's one thing. You guys should say no as 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 a formality every once in a while, no matter what. No, no matter, I mean, let's say, let's say she wants to go, I don't know, eat ice cream or something, or she wants to go to the beach, or she wants to go to the mall, right? All right, every once in a while, say nope. Now, when you say no to a female, this is what a lot of, so blue pill males, okay, they go back. They go back on their decision, okay? They say no, and then they sense or they see that this is leading to drama, right? And they don't like drama. Men don't like, I mean, I don't even like drama, but I know how to deal with it, okay? Now, if you don't know how to deal with it and you're getting drama, of course you're going to shy away from it. You're going to be afraid of it or just really upset at it, right? And so when that happens, right, instead of, instead of, keeping their foot down and saying no they go all right look we'll, we'll go this time but next time blah, 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 blah. now if you were if you were teaching a child and and you went back on your word with a child like that what does a child think well the child thinks well next time all i gotta do is act up more and then we're gonna go anyway you see you see what i'm saying okay so i have a technique that i call stop feeding the pigeon Okay, now here's here's the principle. Now we used to talk about this on the radio in the old days. Now if you're if you're feeding the pigeon, what are you doing? You're either complying or you're giving or you're right? Okay, now have you ever fed a pigeon at the zoo? Have you ever gone to the zoo and sat down with some pigeon feed or bird seed or whatever and try to feed the pigeon? What happens? Well when you reach your hand out to the pigeon, the pigeon backs away. Right? Okay. Now, if you leave your hand still and you slowly bring that hand back, slow, I mean slow, like you can hardly see your hand move, slowly, pretty soon, the pigeon looks at it and goes, hey, this, this feed is going away. <laughs> it's walking away from me, right? The food is no longer ex extended towards the pigeon. What does the pigeon do? The, the pigeon will start following the food and eventually... Okay, if you have patience, okay, and man, I'm talking to you. If you have patience, 
the pigeon will start eating out of your hand. But it's a process. You got to stop feeding the pigeon. Stop extending your hand to the pigeon. Right? You got to take away your hand. It, I mean, you can, you can do them slow if you want. Okay, the first couple of times, I would just take it away completely. That's it. And don't re-extend your hand. Okay? But, but a lot of men, they, they, they waffle. Okay? So they, they'll say no. And then they'll agree. And then the mixed signal. Right? No means yes. <laughs> you see? No means yes. Right? Okay. But that's what, that's what happens. Okay? So when you withdraw your hand, okay, and you get to the point where you can withdraw your hand slowly enough, okay, or you can, you can work it. Let's say work it because it takes work. Okay? It takes work. And you work it to the point where the pigeon is eating out of your hand. Okay? Now you've accomplished something. Okay? And now what is the lesson? Well, don't keep extending your hand like that. Okay? It's a delicate balance is what I'm talking about. Now, the delicate balance is the balance between being being a nice guy, okay, and being an a-hole. Because you don't want to be an a-hole. You don't have to be an a-hole with women. You know, I don't have to be, I don't have to be like that. What I have to do, though, is I have to mean what I say, okay? And that's where you come into congruency. So congruency means that your actions and everything is, is congruent. It matches, Okay, because if you're coming across one way and your body language or your actions are coming across another way to a female, they spot this stuff like, like, like you wouldn't believe. They can sense this stuff. Okay, they have a, they have built in radar that senses this stuff. And if you're not congruent, guess what happens? Right? Okay, nothing. Exactly. Nothing happens. Okay, because you're not congruent. You have to mean what you say, say what you mean, and your actions have to match what you say. Okay, you can say anything to somebody, right? Now, I'm, I've seen this. I've seen this at clubs. I've been a witness to it. I, be, I sat down next to these guys, right, that are talking to girls. And they're saying stuff, like all kinds of stuff, right, just to get in the door okay, or get in her pants. But let's just be real, right? And they're saying stuff. And I... And I'm observing and I see that their body language is totally insecure. And they're coming across like they're the man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But they don't realize that these chicks are reading their body language and they're listening to these words and they're listening to this purported action, right? But then the two don't match, you see? And, and at that moment, there's no congruency and there's no credibility in the mind of a female at all. Now, if you want to build up credibility within a female's brain or a female's mind, then you have to be congruent and you have to mean what you say and your actions have to match your words. Okay, you cannot just you cannot just say anything. <clears throat> you have to be congruent. So anyway, so that's what that's what happens, you know, typically with with the, the feeding the pigeon thing. So every once in a while, yeah, you should say no. And, and when you do say no, you got to be sure you can back it up. Okay. Just like when you say yes, you better be sure you can back it up. Okay. And, and, you know, honesty is the best policy, right? But, but nobody likes a waffle. Okay. So don't waffle back and forth between no and yes and yes and no. And pretty soon nobody knows what you mean. You know, now for females, right? Females come in, 
because they're generally seeking confidence because they have been through some crap. Mm-hmm. What kind of crap? Well, you know, um, the typical female, because I've had I've had tons of these females that come in and they're hot girls. Okay. And these hot girls are seeking confidence, right? And you gotta know if if you're a dude, you gotta know that the hot girls are easier to get, okay, than say um one of these we on the radio we used to call them fat girls with confidence. Okay, because they, they got confidence. And they have more confidence than the hot girls. Why? Because they get hit on less, right? They don't have to go through the process. I mean, you know, and they're very confident with who they are. And then you take them to lunch or dinner and they will order the steak. They will order the side order, potato salad, whatever, whatever. But they, you know, but they're very confident with themselves, okay? Now, the hot girls, okay, you're talking about the girls. So, so I had a girl like this, right? Um, well, a few. And and the girls, okay, these are the girls with the fake boobies, the fake lips, the fake eyelashes, the fake fingernails, right? But they're looking for a real man, okay? Now, these girls are the easiest. Bro, I, I don't know. They, they terrify men because of their accessories, okay? Because they're all built up, right? They're all tricked out. And they scare men because of the accessories, okay? Guys, get over the visual, Okay, men are visual and that visual works against them. Okay, because men are visual and they're attracted to, you know, whatever they think is hot. Okay, they get distracted into that visual. But by the same time, it's that visual that scares the crap out of them. Right. So so guys, you, you got to get away from get away from buying into the to the hype. Okay, because it's all hype. That's all. When she goes to the plastic surgeon, that's hype. When she goes to the nail place and they, they, you know, they glue on those those thirteen inch whatever nails, that that's hype. Okay, that's all hype. Okay, now you gotta look past all of that. You gotta you gotta look past that. Now you know when when a female comes in, she normally comes in because she's been broken down by males. She's been cheated on by males. She's been done wrong by males. She been, you know, whatever. Sometimes they've been beaten up by males. They what whatever. And and a lot of times uh, these guys do this on purpose. The guys that are doing these things, they do it on purpose. They break females down on purpose because they don't know any other way to do it. Okay. Now there's there's so many techniques out there that work against women and i'm not for any of these techniques really i mean if you don't know see that there was this guy i'll tell you one side story real fast there was this guy uh that i i met in this club there was this club it's shut down already but i was sitting in the club and i hardly go to clubs because i work all the time but i was sitting in the club and he came over he goes he goes dude you need to buy her a drink because I was, I was talking to two girls, actually. I was talking to these two girls. He goes, dude, you need to buy her a drink. And I'm like, really? And so the waitress came over and I said, buy these girls a drink. And she bought them a drink, right? She brought she brought them whatever they were drinking. And this guy goes, dude, he, he leans over after a couple minutes. He leans over to me and goes, dude, you got to lie to her. And and I, I looked at this guy, right? Now this is this is a guy. He might he might have been ninety five pounds soaking wet. Okay, this is a skinny little white guy, right? <clears throat> and he he's telling me I gotta lie to this girl, right? 
And, you know, he, and he doesn't know me from Adam. I don't know him from Adam. We're just kind of cruising. And I look over at him and I, and I, and I, you know, nod my head. Okay, you know, whatever. And I turn and I watch him. Now, I don't know what he was telling this Asian girl that he was talking to, but she was in a trance. Like he was hypnotizing this girl, right? And, and here's what happens with a lot of these kinds of dudes, okay? Now, you're talking about pickup artists. You're talking about, you know, those kind of guys, right? Um, I, I really never got into the, you know, uh, what they call pump them and dump them, right? They go down the club. They pull a chick from the club. And then, you know, they, they do whatever, right? And then they never hear from them again. In fact... These guys give them fake names, fake numbers. The chicks never hear from them again. Right? So, and this looked like, I mean, I don't know, because I, you know, I didn't follow up on this stuff. I didn't, you know, I got better things to do, right? But it looked like that was that kind of situation because he was like, he was just, you know, um, talking to her, whatever, whatever. And she was like in a trance and they left and she was pretty, I want to say inebriated at the time. So he got her drunk, told her all kinds of lies, right? And got her, got her out the door and whatever. And I felt sorry for this girl. I felt, I really did feel sorry for the girl. And I was thinking to myself, wow, you know, I have a life. I don't need to lie. Right. And the girl that was with me, right, I got to know. And I gave her my card and whatever, and we went out. I don't know. We we must have dated for a couple months. I want to say I want to say it was like three months, four months, and uh, and it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. And then she left for the mainland, and I haven't I haven't seen her since. But guess what? She still calls me. Guess what? She still sends me texts, and I I can't eat Hawaiians. I can't even tell you because this is a G-rated podcast. I can't even tell you the kind of pictures I get on my phone, but she still sends them. I'm telling you, see? So so the bottom line here is you don't have to lie, okay? Because you have a choice with females, okay? You can tell them the truth. You can be who you are, and you can be congruent, or you can lie to these chicks, Okay, but here's the other side, the back end of the lying part. And I don't care whether you're in a relationship. I don't care whether you're single. I don't care whether you're married, whatever. If you're married and fooling around, if you're single, or if you're going with somebody and fooling around, or whatever the situation is, okay, women can handle the truth. Okay, women cannot handle bullshit. Okay, and that's when you get the hell hath no fury stuff. I mean, you know, and I and I saw that happen. I saw that happen to one of my uncles, right? And this girl emptied her litter box into his car like one night. I, it was so funny, you know. And because the next day he was like, he was—I mean, he was livid. He was to the roof, right? Because this chick emptied her cat's litter box in the front seat of his car. And I'm like, well, you got it, you know. But of course, that's my uncle. I'm not gonna say anything to my uncle. But I mean, I thought it was hilarious. So women can handle the truth, right? I was, I was with, I was with a chick for years, right? And, and one of the things that, that, you know, was always brought up, you know, she would, she would always bring up, you know, uh, the relationship thing, right? And it would always end up in the same place, right? So after a while, you know, I just told her and, you know, it was, it was like, uh, if you care too much, put it this way, if you care too much, 
right? If you care too much about the outcome or if you care too much about her reaction to things, right? Then you're blue pill, first of all, and then you're going to end up in problems. If she sees that you're the honest guy and you just don't give a rip, right? Because like I say on a podcast, I say, I don't give a rip. If she sees you're that guy, right? She'll take it for what it really is. And, and she'll know you as that guy. And she'll, in her mind, she'll go like, oh, okay, well, he doesn't give a rip. And it doesn't matter what she thinks. It doesn't matter what her opinion of it is. What matters is that you're congruent. So if you don't give a rip, just be consistent and don't give a rip and you'll be fine. Okay? But when you start lying to a chick and you start telling her this, this, that, that, okay, chicks will start to poke holes in your crap. They will start to investigate in their own way. And this is what you call testing. And chicks will test you. And they will poke holes in your crap. And you don't even, you're not even aware. You're not even aware that holes are being poked in your crap. Unless you're letting it happen on purpose. Now, if you're letting it happen on purpose, then you're skilled and and whatever. You you do whatever you do. And the outcome is probably, you're probably going to get what you want. But if you're not, <clears throat> just know that, that a chick will test you and she will poke holes in your crap. And eventually, you'll either get left alone all by your lonesome, okay, or, or you will get the hell hat no fury stuff if you lie. So just be open and, and just be honest, you know, and just, just sit there and go, yeah, baby, you know what? I just like bang. I, I mean, you just got to tell her. You just got to be honest. Just, just be brutally honest. Because, you know, it starts like this in the club, right? So in the club, it's like, you know, she'll she'll slip it in during conversation. Are you seeing anybody? Right? Because she'll know at some point you're interested in her. Right? And most guys, what do most guys do? They stand there or whatever, sit there, whatever, and they go, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not seeing anybody. When in actuality, they're single and they're dating. Okay? Now, when you, when you do something like that, okay, you are more, far more credible if you sit there and you go, yeah, well, I'm, I'm single. I date whoever, you know, and, and you push it right back. You hit the ball right back over the net into her court. She'll appreciate that much more than if you tell her you're not seeing anybody. And a couple months later, she finds out that you were seeing people here and there on the side. You see what I'm saying? So you'd be, I mean, you know, it's, it's anyway, honesty is the best policy all the way around. With, with females, guaranteed. Now, for you females that are looking for some sense of confidence, okay? Now, females have a lot of things that are um, hmm, fake in their lives, okay? They got fake boobies. They got fake eyelashes. They got fake nails. They got fake this, fake that. They got, okay, and then, then there's the image thing, okay? So they got they got to get the purse. They got to get, you know, all these things, right? And these things make them, or they think so, it, it, they think it makes them more appealing, okay? And it's not really that they're trying to be appealing to the dudes, okay? They're competing with other women, okay? They're, they're out in the, they're, it, it's like a sport, okay? Guys, it's like a sport, okay? So, so women are out there, and because they know that, that all of this exterior stuff is involved in all this you know, stuff that ain't real is involved. Pretty soon they get caught up in that. Pretty soon their mind, because they know, 
they know it's all artificial. They know they're playing this game. Or they have to. A lot of, well, a lot of them feel they have to, right? And they're playing this game. Now, pretty soon, confidence goes down a tube. Why? Well, because you got to have the latest, you know, shoes or the latest bag or the latest this, the latest that. You got to learn the latest dance. You got to, I mean, you know, whatever, right? And and there's very few high-maintenance girls that are, you know, what I would call confident. Now, the confidence part, okay, what what appears to be confidence and what confidence really really is is two different things. Okay, now when when my clients come see me, okay, this uh, one of my clients, I can tell you, I can tell you a, just a brief overview of one of my clients one time, and she used to show up, and and when she walked in the door, it's like she used to bow like cower just a little bit right when she's walking in you know that asian type thing she wasn't asian but it's that asian type thing you kind of you know hi hi kind of <laughs> you bow down and walk inside and i got her out of that stuff and i didn't point it out i didn't point it out what i did was i put her through my my course right and after the second month i called it to her attention i said remember when you used to come in the office and you used to like used to bow on the way in you don't do that anymore you stand up straight you know, your, your chin is, is up. Your your head is up. See, that's another thing. In body language, if your head is down, when you put your head down, I don't care where you are, and you put your head down, you are submitting to something, okay? So you keep that head up. You know, you, there's, there's songs about it. There's all kinds of stuff. But keep your head up, right? And these girls learn. So, so we do things one of two ways, okay? Um... So where the body goes, the mind follows. And where the mind goes, the body follows. So in, in my life coaching, I make improvements in their mind, okay, with certain things that we do. And it fixes their body language automatically. And that at that point, you know, I told her, I said, did you notice? And she goes, yeah, I noticed that. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, well, it's not really amazing. It's the way the human being works, okay? And it's the same, it's the same in the opposite, Okay, so I could take one of my clients and I could adjust their body language and it would automatically boost their confidence. That's how body language works. So one of the things I do is I have them stand in the middle of the office and I adjust their body language and I go, okay, how does that feel right now? Just stay like that. How does that feel? And they'll go, wow, yeah, that's different. It that feels good. And I go, okay, there you go. You see? And that will make them more confident if they, of course, if they use that body language, if they keep doing that, that body language, right? And it also works the other way. So you can make improvements with the mind, the body will follow either way. Okay. But, but you have to do one of the two and it has to be consistent. Now, a lot of times these girls that come, right, they get these results and this works for guys too. Uh, Girls, uh, this goes for men and women when they come in for the life coaching, right? Some of my, uh, my, well, the majority of the people that see me are actually high profile there. I want to call them high profile only because they have very demanding jobs like vice presidents of companies, presidents of companies, owners of companies, that kind of thing. Right. And, and they come and these people have busy, busy lives. I'm sitting there with these, with these clients and we're going over stuff and their phones are ringing. They're, 
emails are coming in there, you know, and they, you know, so I always give them the courtesy. Okay, you can get that. If you need to return the call, you can do that because they're paying for my time, right? And they get billed according to how much time we spend and, and whatever. So it's their time. And I let them do that because they're executives. Now, a lot of times when we make improvements with them, right, over the course of maybe a couple months without the training, okay, they start falling into the loop again. Okay, and I'm talking about the loop of, of you know, low self-esteem or whatever. Because people get distracted. Human beings get distracted. So let me go over a little bit about distraction. So your eyes are your distractors. Your ears are your distractors. Okay, so nothing gets you distracted more than your eyes. Because you see something, you go, whoa. Now your energy is pulled into that. Okay, now if you think energy and you think in those terms, it's a little bit metaphysical, it's a little bit small kind, but if you think that way, right, you can get farther ahead faster, okay, because because your eyes pull you into a distraction. Now, that could be the beach, <laughs> that could be a girl, that could be a guy, that could be a whatever, a resort, that could be whatever, some place you want to be, something you want to do, some car you want to buy, all of a sudden, your attention goes there. Okay, now you're at, what has your attention done from your uh, personal progress and your self-development? Well, it's been distracted from it. Now your focus is over there with whatever that is, right? So what we do is we have them come in, right? And, you know, like um, if you want to call it a tune-up session or a refresher session, whatever you want to call it. But that's what happens and we bring them in. And at the end of the session, in one hour, we fix everything. Everything's good to go again. And then they go another month or two or, or whatever it is, you know. But most of my clients see me on a weekly basis, once a week for the first three months. And then they, they kind of, you know, I have, I have other students that, um, or clients, uh, sometimes I, I, I use those terms interchangeably, students and clients, because uh, my clients, I teach them. I'm teaching them things. I'm teaching them techniques. Uh, and then, then this, you know, so, so I use those terms interchangeably, but my clients, uh, students, right. Um, it depends on, on what their degree of challenges and what they want to accomplish as to how much they see me. So like, like, you know, some of them, uh, we, we can change, uh, someone's entire life in 60, uh, 66 days. Okay. Now it takes 66 days to form a new habit, to break an old habit, to get into a new routine, to, you know, all of that. So what we do is we say, all right, for 66 days, you got to do this in the beginning. For 66 days, you got to do that. And it seems simple. You know, it seems simple. It's like, oh, my affirmation. Uh, okay, I got to, how long this going to take? Oh, going to take me like 15 seconds. Okay. Well, if you don't have the self-discipline to do that every morning, right? And pretty soon you go, okay, nah, nah, yeah, it's okay. I, I'm late for work. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to forego that 15 seconds and I'm going to go to work. Okay, now you've become distracted away from your affirmation, you see. But my students that, that you know, are really serious, they do their meditation, they do their affirmation, they do this stuff, right? They overcome all these exterior, I want to call them exterior distractions. And, and they focus on themselves and because when you make this better, and I'm pointing to myself, right? You make this better. Everything gets better. See, but people get distracted from everything out there. 
the answer to everything is in here, in you. Okay, but you get distracted. All these exteriors, somebody else's drama. Or the kids got to do this, the kids got to do that. Oh, you got to go help the kids. You got to go support the kids. Do this, do that. Yeah. But are you making time for yourself? Are you taking that 15 seconds to write your affirmation? Are you doing the 10 minutes of meditation daily that you need? Are you taking care of yourself first? That's the question. Okay, so for my life coaching clients, that's what I, that's what I go over with them. You know, it's about you first, then everybody else. Because if you're not good, how can you be good for your kids? If you're not good, how can you be good for your girlfriend or your wife or whatever, right? Or, or your five side salads. I mean, you really, I mean, you know, how, realistically, how can you do that? Okay, so the answer is not very well. <clears throat> so you need to pay attention to this first, right? And that's what my life coaching center is around. Okay, so we help people 10x their lives. And, and when they're good, their lives automatically respond. Okay, so everything around you responds to you. Okay, everything out there. So, so a lot of times my life coaching clients, right, um, they, they go, wow, you know, like everything is getting better now. And what I really point out to them that is really going on is, okay, so you think in your mind that everything that life, everything in general is getting better when what, what's really going on is everything in here, everything in you is getting better, right? And as a result, everything out there responds to everything in here, okay? Everything out there in the world responds to you, okay? Life responds to you. Everything responds to you. So all you got to do is fix that one. Okay, so the people that go, well, I got to fix my work situation because, you know, my boss and this, that. no, 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 no. You work on you. You change you. Your boss going to change guarantee because he's responding to you. Your coworkers going to change because they're responding to you. Your wife's going to change because she's responding to you. Okay, but first you got to be the leader. If you're the leader at your job, you're going to get people to follow you. You do that, you can get on promotion because people notice those things. They go, oh, you know, well, this guy is, you know. I, I knew I knew somebody that I was working with somebody one time that was a leader. You know, I mean, the way he led was a little bit, you know, small kind of shady, right? Manipulation kind of, but he was a leader. He kept manipulating. Okay? He kept doing them every day. He would do them every day. So, so by doing that, he came across as, as a leader. You know, was he a true leader? No, he was a manipulator. Okay, did he get everybody to follow? Yep, why? Because he was consistent, right? He kept doing it every day, all the time. So yeah, he was consistent. Did he have people that were resisting? Did he have people against him? Oh yeah, as soon as he would leave the room, everybody would talk about him. But you know what? When he walked in the room again, everybody followed him. You see, because he was consistent. And that's part of the thing, right? So anyway, if you guys, you know, I, I know that uh, a lot of people that have, have heard the podcast, you know, they email me. Uh, most of my clients are from the mainland, uh, from, from the, the United States. And most of them, um, you know, write to me on an email. email. It's usa at gmail.com. So if you want to ask me questions, I'll answer your questions. Okay, here for you, USA at gmail.com. Now, we take clients over uh, Skype. We take clients on Zoom. We take clients on FaceTime and on uh, Instagram on the, the video chat. 
So we take clients on all those platforms. We can take clients on Google. We have we have all the, the tech. That that's not a problem. So so that's how we do the majority of our clients. Now clients in Honolulu, uh, here in Hawaii, on the island of Oahu, we take them in the office because it's important that they actually, um, you know, have some sort of hands-on experience. And not only that, it helps to have someone in person in the beginning, as far as the grounding goes, as far as energy goes, right? As far as, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta trust this guy. I gotta make sure I know that he knows what he's doing, right? You know, that kind of thing, right? And it kind of goes from there and it works that way. It really works. So we take people in person on the island of Oahu or we take them on Skype or whatever they prefer that, you know, all the, all the techie stuff. And, and we do that too. The email again is here for you, USA at gmail.com. Okay. But just remember, okay, it doesn't matter. You don't have to take life coaching from me. But when you go on your journey and you're trying to improve yourself, remember that that's the only thing that matters. You know, it, we, have, we have been taught by religion. We have been taught by politics. We have been taught by families, uh, well-intended, you know, f- uh, close family and friends that we're being selfish when we think about ourselves. But I'll tell you, there is no other way. There is no other way to change your life than to change yourself first. And in order to do that, you're going to have to go through some actions that have been pointed out to you in the past as selfish because you're going to have to make time for yourself. You're going to have to do affirmations for yourself. You're going to have to meditate for yourself. And when you do all of this and people start responding, they will have no choice but to go along. If you're leading, they have to follow. It's just natural law. It's universal law. When you are leading, when you are taking the lead with something, right? Now, people around you are going to bitch. They're going to, guys at work, they're going to, oh, they're going to get frustrated. Why? Because they're going to have to level up their game. Okay. So you cannot lead for a little while and then stop. If you do that, now you're demonstrating incongruency to a group of people. And now you're not just dealing with a girl or a guy. You're dealing with a group of people. And, and they will throw you out in their minds, okay, in their heads. So if you're going to lead, you got to start leading consistently. And it has to become your lifestyle. It has to become a way of life for you, okay? So you you just going to keep going. Forward momentum. You're going to keep moving. You're going to keep doing. You're going to keep leading. And when you do that, Hawaiians, I tell you, you go, oh, sorry, Hawaiians, I got to go. But yeah, when you do that, you're going to change your whole world. You're going to 10x your life. Ah, yeah. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies, and AFM Hawaii Music at afmhawaiimusic.com. All right. Hey, till next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva Jr. That uh, email address again is hereforyouusa at gmail.com or go to the website hereforyou.live. Till next time, uh, mahalo and aloha.